Hey everyone, welcome back, or welcome if you're a first time listener. I prefer not to say, James and Greg back again after some weeks off that we didn't anticipate, but life happens. Something like a month, but you know, it is what it is. Yep, it's episode 99. <laughs> I'm running real short on it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost to episode 100. So a couple things before we get started. Um, did you hear about what happened with Kanye recently? Uh, the anti-Semitism things? Uh, no, he was on the Alex Jones show with that uh, white supremacist in so Nick Fuentes and straight up said, I like Hitler and the Nazis. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I heard a little bit, but I don't know the specifics. Yeah, I, I didn't go te- deep into it, but I was just like, dude, what? W- why? Also, he uh, got, he got his account got suspended on Twitter again. I'm surprised he isn't just banned. It's And it's because he posted a picture. It said, love everyone. And I think it said, yay, 24, because you know he wants to be president or mm-hmm. whatever. It was a fucking Star of David with a swastika in the middle. Oh, God. I was like, bro, this is it. Stop. Like, it, dude, no one can defend you anymore now. Kanye needs a handler. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a... Uh... Maybe he's just <laughs> trying to remain relevant, I guess. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about his music in ages, so. Well, yeah, because he's just too busy just being weird and yeah. problematic. Oh, and um, other thing I want to talk about. So I'm I'm get, I'm in an uh, argument with some dude on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was uh, one of the artists I follow. They posted it because they do like, you know, the Spotify rap thing. Yeah, but what they did, they was uh, it was uh, one that said, uh, "Oh, um, it was basically breaking down numbers like, oh, this is how much to buy like a CD from someone. This is how much to make ten dollars. This is how many streams makes ten dollars. It's like you need this many streams for minimum wage." And I was like, "Oh, if you think that sucks, podcasters don't get paid anything, you know." <laughs> and then someone was like, "Well, no, you do. Spotify just you know chooses who's qualified." And I was like, "No, they pay." podcasts that they have contracts with and they pay the staff that makes their original podcast but we don't get paid any streaming revenue and we're in this whole argument about um pretty much he's saying because it 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 takes more money and time to make music that uh podcasters don't deserve as much even though we're both audio formats on a platform that people pay for but yet one's not getting paid at all um i don't know i can kind of agree with him on some points i like on the surface like I would agree that podcasting looks like it's easier to do, but after seeing all the effort like you put in on the technical side, I'm like, nah. It's like it's it's what I would say is equivalent as far as like sound mixing and editing, and once you get into the nitty gritty of it. So it's his pro- the problem was he was basically reducing it to anybody can just talk into a microphone and post it online, and I was like, you do know that. There are plenty of like fictional audio programs that require writers, composers, professional sound design. I was like, do those not deserve anything either? Because those are under the podcast umbrella. For real, I don't know. the The same argument can be the same argument can be made for music, though. It's like anybody can string some chords on a guitar. Anybody can, you know, hum some lyrics into a mic. Anybody can do all this shit. But the question is, can you do it well? You know. 
I I feel like that determines the quality and therefore the worth. So like the the base accusation that one is inherently worth more than the other is ridiculous. I can I can make some cr- some crummy music real quick. I mean, we saw it in that one episode. <laughs> yeah, and that didn't sound that bad. You I mean, you, you you had a short amount of time to make it, but I mean, yeah, I made it in a day. <laughs> Well, I think the other thing was this fact it was like he was going on basically saying that uh, it was like, oh, you can't even compare the two. And I was just like, oh, I'm not trying to compare the two. It's just saying like one's not getting paid at all. And just for you to reduce it to just something basic, because it, it was another thing. It was like, oh, well, musicians have all these costs. And then uh, you have all these other ways to make money as a podcast. And I listed it. I was like, yeah, you can make all sorts of money as a musician in ways that aren't Spotify. So what's your point, dude? The argument hasn't finished yet, though. I'm still kind of battling out with them. I just, I just thought I'd share that just because it's like I'm just so sick of that idea that like basically podcasting is lesser than just because like some dumb podcasts exist. Have you dropped the bomb on them yet? What bomb? The uh, I do both. Shut your mouth, bomb. <laughs> oh, I actually that was. I think that was my last comment. I was, I was like, oh, by in the last thing I posted, I was like, by the way, I'm a podcaster and I produce music. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was dumb. Anyway, today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about how there's too much stuff in the world. Now, I didn't go into too much detail, but um, I've mentioned before that I had to go back to the workforce. Uh, I currently have two jobs. One is at a company called Tractor Supply Company, and then the other is I work for Goodwill. And working for Goodwill made me realize that people buy too much stuff. Like they have senseless clutter, or you mean like the things that they try to like hawk off at Goodwill to like be resold, or just all of it? Like I was on the, I was you know had shifts at the donation door multiple times now, and the amount of stuff we get in is just like, how do you people have this much stuff? It's I don't know, man. I I, I chalk it up to like the the concept that like no matter what people get they're never satisfied it's like people are incapable of being content you know so like they get something shiny and new they throw it out and they get something newer to replace it i I think a lot of people who have like people of means essentially look at goodwill as like an ethical place to throw away your trash but the thing is it's like this isn't a wealthy area (laughs) so it's like we don't owe, I mean, we get some high quality stuff, but there's a lot of it where I'm just like, you didn't need to bring this here. You got some examples for us? Uh, just the amount of, I, I think it, the majority of what we have is clothes. Mm-hmm. I think there's certain clothes you could just toss out. Oh, yeah. there, there are people who kind of treat Goodwill like the dump. And that's not to say you don't have good intentions with donating, but like not everything needs to be donated. Recycled, maybe, but not necessarily just given away and made someone else's problem. Well, the week of Thanksgiving was wild because we had people, you know, people clearing out their houses because, you know, they got family coming over or whatever. Or we mm. had multiple instances where they're like, oh, I clean out my mother in law's house, or I clean out grandma's house, or I clean out my parents' house. Uh, there was a older couple who said that they like were moving. Uh, no, they were going to live in a campground or something. So they had a bunch of stuff they had to get rid of. Going to live at a campground. I think so. Why? I don't know. Maybe cheaper. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know that just seems so bizarre. But it's just like, I think it's not even just clothes, but just the amount of stuff people have. Also, parents bringing a bunch of toys to make room for Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm just seeing all this stuff. I'm just like, why? Well, you got to partake in the rampant consumerism, duh. You can't buy all the new things if you got all the old crap clogging up your house. Well, yeah, but it's just like, I guess it just baffled me the amount that people bring and how often they bring it. Like, there was a point last week where we had absolutely zero pallets and bins to put anything in. Wow. Because there was that much stuff. And it's like, you know, there, you know, I think, I think we're technically, I think we're technically understaffed. So it's like, you know, we can only, you know, so much production can only get done Mm -hmm. until like, you know, they have trucks that, you know, carry out certain things and bring us more pallets and bins and stuff like that. But just, I mean, honestly, the stuff that goes out on the floor is probably a fraction of what we get. Jesus. Because, well, so there's a couple of things that happen. It's like, you know, there's some stuff that we throw away. I mean, you know, stuff, stuff that's like, you know, isn't really sellable. But, you know, there's a lot that, you know, will go to outlet location if it's not going to be sold here. Because the outlet location, I think, sells by the pound or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just... Just all the stuff I see and just all the stuff that gets sorted, just the stuff that comes out, it's like, man, there's just so much. And then, you know, every week there's a, you know, there's a different color tab that gets pulled. So we have just so much, just thousands upon thousands of things that you get cycled in and out. And I'm just like, why? There's too much stuff. Now, I got a question for you. How do they do pricing there? Because there's not really like a website you can look up all this random crap at. So figure out like a market value. Here's the thing there's a lot of talk about, Goodwill, especially recently, because of you know some places have higher prices. Um, I don't quite understand the company as a whole, or I understand the company even less having worked there because there isn't a comprehensive pricing practice amongst every single Goodwill store. Hmm. Because I work in a specific district of Goodwills, but Goodwill of Grand Rapids is completely different from us. Okay. So I don't know how they do it on their stores. We actually have an entire like we have a we actually have a set pricing system. So we certain items go for certain th- certain prices and then certain quality of items. And I think the only time we're allowed to mark up is like if it's something that's like a very something very high quality, very expensive, we mark it up a little bit, but we don't price it as outrageous as some of these locations I've been hearing about. So basically because each store has like a, a a community around it that contributes to its its uh let's call it market share of random crap. <laughs> so each each store's pricing model has to reflect the area around it. So they're all going to be unique. No, I, I that's not really it. Because our I think our district because our district is multiple stores. It's not on an individual store basis. I think our specific district has its own practice because we can't accept returns from other goodwills that aren't in our district. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really confusing because I hear all these things about goodwill. And I'm just like, goodwill is a lot more convoluted than people realize. But when I see the you know people talking about the prices that they see there, I'm like, I have not even remotely seen anything remotely close to the prices that I've seen in some people posting on social media. I don't know. This is all way above me, though. I've, I haven't been in a Goodwill in, like, I want to say, like, a decade or so. It's also, dude, my Goodwill is so busy. Why? People love shopping at Goodwill. Why? This is I never understood this. Like... <laughs> like, there are regulars. There are people who shop daily. We do get some, we do get some resellers, too. Oh, okay. 
I can understand resellers hitting the place up a lot to buy random crap, mark it up a couple bucks, and try to sell it on like a marketplace. But like, oh, well, there's people who like seeing what's new every day because there's new stuff coming out every day. I don't know, but it is busy though. Like from like open to close, like there, like there is always somebody who's there, like right at close and just checking out right before we close up. Oh man, people lining up at the door. Like there's usually two or three cars before we open. That is insanity to me. Well, Tuesdays are busy because it's a senior discount day. Oh, okay. And it's 20%. So mm-hmm. every Tuesday is busy. And then there's also, I think Sundays and Mondays, uh, there's a different color tag that's discounted before we start like pulling product off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just kind of made me think. Oh, just like just overall consumerism and just the fact that there's all just stuff that we don't need that people just buy up. Like, why do we need all this stuff? But it's like we need all this stuff because we need to provide all the jobs because, you know, bills cost all the money. So we need all these jobs to make stuff that we don't need. So we start inventing pointless ones. I don't know. The, the whole the whole concept of like owning all of this crap is like something I'll never agree with, like. I've been reducing all of my material goods in the past couple months. Like, everything that I don't use regularly, I just want to get rid of. It's kind of crazy. You're running out of stuff, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, I'm running out of stuff to get rid of. (laughs) (laughs) No, um... Uh, ever since I got this membership at this this gym nearby my house, I'm like, well, I don't really need these free weights that I have anymore, so I kind of want to ditch those. You know, and just just less shit that I gotta keep and maintain, and move around if you move. Yeah, dude, throwing out so like so much clothes. Oh my god, that cleared up so much space. Like I could probably fit everything in like one uh, Rubbermaid container, and I'm good. Like them big ones you fit under your bed. Wow. Yeah, like I've could I've could I'm converting my uh, wardrobe into just a single outfit. Oh, doing the, doing the Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg thing? <laughs> yeah, I have eight copies of one shirt, and I don't wear any other shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it, dude. <laughs> Got enough shirts to get you through the week. <laughs> dude, for real. You got more important things to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think the most interesting part, or at least, you know, interesting for people who like fashion, you know, is is what I chose as the, as the shirt. What did it's you just, choose? It's... <laughs> It's Heather Gray. <laughs> you know that 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 flat gray with the little specks of uh, other fabric in it. Oh, just a, really? Just a very yeah, just a very monotone, no flash, just gray, muted in the whole wardrobe. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Just grays and blacks. I'm not trying to like stand out. You have the one outfit, but you always gotta you know at some point make room for the closet to you know get more lavish gear. Yeah. That's it. That's the exception. It's like, I'll have a couple pieces of that, probably, but that'll be like, oh, I'm going to a social event. I have to wear something other than, like, my normal clothes. You can have, like, your fancy time outfits. Yeah. Put on a sweater with some decals and stuff on it. That's that's my that's my suiting up. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to own all this shit, dude. Especially if it doesn't, you know, serve a purpose. And it's like, we get so many knickknacks. Like in decor and creepy porcelain dolls. I freaking hate those. Yeah, I, 
it's just so I don't know, it just it boggles my mind because you don't you don't really think about how much people like collect until you like work at some place like a Goodwill and see what people get rid of. Oh man, no, I know exactly how much people collect. Cause I, got, I got two roomies who do the shit. <laughs> Which I'm not trying to like shit talk. The shit's fine. You know, they collect stuff that at least makes some sense to me. But like, god damn, it's so much. It's like that's why I say it's like I collect specific things. Like I don't collect anything that isn't something that has any value outside of just like it costs time, labor, and materials to make. It's like I have my music equipment, which I need. I mean, I need you know obviously my stuff to record the podcast, but it's like other than that, it's like I'll you know books, movies, and music. It was like I can enjoy those repeatedly, and I can just pass them on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say we'll have to start a. Uh, I will have to start my own library here soon because I'm uh, getting back into reading, and there's a 54 book long series that I'm gonna have to collect. Oh wow! Yep. Uh, I'm kind of kind of not looking forward to it because it's gonna be like, I don't know, five hundred plus dollars I'm spending on books. <laughs> But like, man, and it's gonna take me a couple of years to read through them all. Hey, well, at least it's something you can continuously enjoy. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing people should collect. Like, honestly, d- no, forget decor. Build the type of shelves where you can front face all your media, mm-hmm. and just use that as your decor. Honestly. Oh, it looks nice, but you can also pick it up and read it. Just do it like comic book store style. For real, I think that's like that's the only. Uh library or not library but like storage of books that i've liked because it always displays that beautiful cover you know like i mean i guess like stacking them you know spines out is fine for like uh anything that doesn't have you know cover art but well it's like it and that only works with like collected works like if you had individual issues (laughs) yeah yeah and it never catches my eye so I, i never read anything that that like has that spine out that's why I don't know. I think that's what drew me to comic books when I was younger. It's like all the artwork on the on the front face. Yeah, see, there, there's things to collect, and then there's things where it's just like if you're going to get rid of it eventually, why even have it? And Christmas decor. Oh my god, man! <laughs> too much of it exists. <laughs> there is too much Christmas gray matter in the corporeal realm. I can't believe the audacity of people. We didn't even make it to Thanksgiving before my neighbors started putting up Christmas crap. Bro, the day after Halloween, people were like, it's Christmas. No, it's not. (laughs) You have a whole two months before it's fucking Christmas. Chill out. And even then, it's December. It's like, no, just wait, wait till like the second week of December. And then you got the people who start counting down the day after Christmas psychopaths i don't understand that there's there's no other explanation in that other than you're a legitimate psychopath you're like ah yes 364 more days until christmas like why why do you think like this <laughs> you know people who like you know collect christmas stuff or just have an ob- obnoxious amount of wrapping paper and mm-hmm. other stuff like that I don't know. I used to think people were crazy because they would have like countdown timers for like video games or movies or whatever. It's like, oh man, it releases in three days, 14 hours and six minutes and 22 seconds or some crazy crap like that. But then it's like holidays, whole other level. Well, at least the release of something's a one-time event. Christmas happens every year. 
Yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. Talk about how there's too much stuff. Yeah, you should uh you should go through your house and get rid of a lot of it. Cuz you don't need yes. that shit. <laughs> yes, do that. Well, what's wild is the fact that, you know, Black Friday still exists. <sighs> I hate that holiday. Never once have I been like, oh, I'm going to buy some stuff extremely discounted on Black Friday. Every time Black Friday rolls around, I look at the whole like two days, Thursday and Friday, because for whatever reason, they are like Black Friday deals on Thursday now. (laughs) I always look at those two days as like, great. Now I can't go get normal stuff from the store until like fucking Sunday. Oh, they did Black Friday deals all week at Tractor Supply. Oh, God. Well, here's the thing. There aren't any real Black Friday deals anymore. How's that? The margins at which, like, they're being discounted Mm -hmm. is not a lot. Remember when you could just be like, this is 85% off, but we only have 10 of them. Yep. (laughs) They don't do that anymore. Now it's like, oh, everything's like 30% off. Not even that. Like, maybe 20. Mm -hmm. Someone saw an ad for, like, they got, there was a, I forgot what it was, but it was like a video game was slightly discounted, and then they advertised a Switch, and it was still $2.99.99. God damn it. But, you know, people do it out of habit. Like, Black Friday isn't anything to be, isn't anything special anymore. People just go, just to go, to buy stuff they don't need. Oh, I'm going to go Black Friday shopping. Why? You're acting like they have a limited, like, stock of the bullshit. They're still selling it. They're not. It's not going to be so extremely discounted that you're actually going to have to fight people for. It. Like, remember when it was a problem every Black Friday? People were like beating the shit out of each other to get out of this stuff. Oh yeah, because you could buy like six TVs for forty five cents. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like everyone's just kind of chill. So, oh yeah, I'm just I'm gonna rush in a little bit, but I'm not trying to you know, like get into a fist fight over a toy. Cause like, like when people got trampled to death. Them. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'm glad that it's not that serious anymore. Because, like, almost sounds like, yeah, let's go back to when people died. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Uh, I remember it was like, I think it was, what, 2006, 2007? I remember uh, someone made a big deal about going to, I don't know, was it Office Max? There was some place, and mind you, this is like 2007. They were selling two gig flash, drive, flash drives for $2 that day. Oh, my God. Now, like back then, two gigs was a lot, and at that price, for real, it's crazy. Also, you know, uh, speaking of like deals, you know what Meyer started doing that I just hate. What you remember how like they would do like oh, buy two for this much, but mm-hmm. you could still buy one and get the same deal. Mm-hmm. You have to buy the two now. Well, I mean, if you look at like sales like that in general, it's never really a sale because you're still spending more money than you would on just the one. So unless you had already planned on getting the two, at which point... See, this is why I don't care for sales. You know, it's like, when I plan on getting something, I'm going to get it. Like, if I need to, I'll I'll pay whatever the fuck the price is. Oh, no, yeah, I totally agree with that. But the thing is that, Meyer, you used to be able to get the discounted rate by just buying one. Mm -hmm. So you legitimately save money. 
Yeah, so if something was on sale, it was just on sale, period. Yeah, now you have to buy the two. They're like, oh, two for this much. When you buy two or more, I'm like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though the sale of one covers the cost of like 10 of them. Right. I also don't like that. Um, I'm realizing I don't like that every store became like a one-stop shop. That every store has everything. Yeah. Yeah, because then you can't get the niche the the niche stuff you need anymore. Well, I, I think it's also it's like does every does every store need a toy section? No. Shit, I don't think every store needs it. I want smaller stores. <laughs> That's what I want. Like I switched my gym membership because I wanted a, a physically smaller gym. Like I, I want a. Where is the goddamn local mom and pop grocery store that just only has like food? <laughs> right. I, I don't back need in to the be, day, back in the days when you on your block you'd go to the grocery store, you'd have the hardware store that was only hardware stuff mm-hmm. or any sort of media or video game stores. I mean, we still got those, but tech stores like Radio Shack. Yeah. But no, I don't. I think that contributes to people buying stuff they don't need. Yeah, because you're just walking by seeing the shit. I don't want to walk by 16 different aisles of random ass bullshit to get to the one that I need. Or you also have stores like Menards, which is a bizarre combination of like Home Depot and Target. Yeah, that's a really strange store to walk into. Mm -hmm. Like the vibe is just like a, a very specific person goes to Menards. I don't think I've legitimately bought anything from a Menards once in my life. I've only ever gone with my dad because <laughs> he'd be he'd be working on a project and he'd need something. I will say I've been into a Lowe's a couple times, and every time I go in, I'm still just like, "Wow, this is such a weird place to be." There's like refrigerators <laughs> stacked to the ceiling and shit, and then the next aisle over, there's like garden equipment. I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> it's just strange." And then, of course, Amazon doesn't make it any better because you can just order whatever you want. It gets delivered in two days. Yeah. As much as like as much as I'm like, fuck Bezos. But like when I need something specific, Amazon's where I go. Yeah. I'm sorry, but nobody else has like <laughs> even the shoe stores around me don't have like the shoes in the specific specific size that I want. You know, or like this random specific crap that's like at some retailer six states away. So, so they use Amazon <laughs> to sell it to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's conveniences to it. I will oh. say, though, it, I definitely do kind of want to explore more being sustainable a bit more, like maybe buying secondhand stuff more that's of good quality. Mm-hmm. Because that's the other part of the problem, too. Like, Especially when you get into the nuances of like fast fashion, clothes production is a real problem. I'm sorry, you say fast fashion? Yeah, so fast fashion, it really comes from the fact that uh, you know some fashion companies. So typically, back in the day, when fashion companies would have different products, they would go by seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So there were four seasons. Mm-hmm. Fast fashion companies make stuff cheap and fast and put out new stuff weekly. Oh my god. So the consumer mindset is like I have to keep up with the latest fashion. That's toxic. That's parasitic actually. Which is one of the reason like people if you have people who shop thrift it's like you can find older clothes that are of good quality but it's like you can find higher quality stuff. Or just like some like maybe expensive stuff that people had donated like people come in there all the time and like scoop up the under armor stuff that we get. 
mm-hmm. because it's super expensive. But like, yeah, all the you know all the clothes are like new. Mm-hmm. Some stuff has tags. I, think I was like, you Under know Armour what? stuff is pretty durable too. Like, I, I've only ever had like Under Armour athletic gear, but like that stuff lasts. Oh yeah, I try to buy new media because there's companies and creators that I want to support. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not opposed because I used to do it all the time. I used to buy used DVDs all the time. It's like I'm not opposed to buying like secondhand media, but it's like I I buy new with the purpose of supporting companies and artists I like. Yeah, but. If you're buying like some home decor regularly, it's like, why are you spending that money? It's just like, it's a sinkhole. Yeah. You're just decorating your house so you can throw everything out and redecorate it. Also, there's the problem with individualism in the States. Like, there's some TikToker who was talking about, like, you know, because you know how, like, back in the day, it was like, when, especially when they were, you know, really pushing the, the lawn care industry, it's like, why does every individual person have a lawnmower? Why isn't there just a community lawnmower? Well, I mean, there sort of is with, like, a lawn care service. You can just have one, one group of people take care of everyone's lawn. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, it's like those lawn care companies aren't cheap, and there isn't, like, a, like a, like a neighborhood one specific to it, like... Mm-hmm a certain block. Yeah. You know, and that's why, well, that's why they say, you know, pushing kids out at 18 is, is strictly an American thing. Cause other cultures don't do that. But because of consumerism, you, you, you move out at 18, you got to get a place to live. You got to get a car. You got to get all the appliances. You got to get all the stuff. Yeah. I'm honestly curious to see what Goodwill is going to look like in a couple decades, because you can tell certain things come from a certain generation. Oh, and you want to see what, like, our generation is trying to throw away or is trying to scoop up or what? Well, here's the thing. How much stuff will be donated because our generation, contrary to popular belief, doesn't consume as much as older generations. We can't afford to buy all that stuff. Facts. So I think just less and less stuff will be in circulation. Maybe Goodwill will die. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's no way of telling well because you got to think it's like you got to think about all the stuff that like cycles in and out of people's lives like how much stuff is now just in a phone mm-hmm. there's that classic picture that went around of the the radio shack ad that had all this a page full of stuff and it was like all that's on your phone now you know not to mention we don't really have a lot of us don't live in places where we can store a lot of stuff oh, it's gonna be really interesting to see I don't have a specific what I want to see in the future as like is as interesting, but like I don't know. I just kind of want to see what the world will look like in a in a few decades. Not the world, uh, just America. I just want to see how the the uh, the societal standard evolves. You know, because like we have this sort of like uh, trend where, the, at least from my perspective, we have this trend of where people people by and large are becoming more and more progressive. You know, as as they throw away all these like old archaic traditions and beliefs right i just want to i just want to see what the world looks like again i said the world i just want to see what the american culture looks like 50 years from now yeah it'll be interesting to see oh another thing i wanted to touch on so for in regards to decluttering and not being a hoarder and i notice a lot of older people do this just because your stuff is old or you think it's nice does not mean it will be worth anything in the future yep that it doesn't work like that anymore. There aren't really a lot of high priced things that are just valuable because they're old and from a different time. Nowadays, if you, unless you're cataloging it and maintaining it, 
it's not really going to be worth anything. So don't keep it. This is an antique oak desk that my granddaddy gave me when I was five years old. And you're telling me you won't give me more than five bucks? Yes. <laughs> I don't want this hunk of wood. The fuck? Honestly, if it, if you're an older person or if you're going to be on the verge of getting older, invest in assets. If you really want to pass something down that's our value, just invest stuff. Invest money. Get things of actual value. Don't don't keep some something some material good because you're like oh this might be worth something that's the thing it is though the it might be worth something no not a guarantee it's like this may be worth something someday no just throw it out that's just fomo dude that's just fomo fear of missing out it's like i don't know if my parents ever tried to leave me some like old fucking furniture i'd be like nah i'll throw that shit away (laughs) tell other people you you want this you can come get it free i don't care just get the fuck out of here Oh, man, if it doesn't have, like, immediate or, like, accessible value, then it doesn't have any value in my eyes. Yeah, the only furniture I would have ever wanted would have been, like, because my grandfather, my dad's dad, did upholstery. Mm -hmm. But I I don't don't know if they have anything left from him. But other than that, I'm just like... Right, but that's, like, a specific thing that you want, not something that's just randomly left to you by somebody else who thinks it has value. Apparently, I think it's in Germany. They have a practice called death cleaning. And it's where like older people like start condensing their stuff so that way their family doesn't have to deal with a pile of garbage. That's smart. I don't know the whole like leaving stuff to your like su- surviving family members thing has always struck me as a little bizarre. But like my grandfather did the same thing. You know, he was walking me around the farm and he was like, "Well, I want all the grandkids to have like something from me." To like type conversation, right? And there's like, I was like, well, I don't need any of this, you know, so I don't want any of this. And then I, I, I noticed a whetstone. I didn't know what it was at that time, but I was like, what is that? And he's like, well, that's a whetstone. And, you know, you sharpen a blade with it. I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> that's like, actually kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, I have a machete that I want to sharpen. I, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. It's just wild. It's a declutter, everybody. How come we should have declutter parties? Yeah, for real. Everyone comes over and they're like, oh, they search through your house. <laughs> they find the shit you don't want them to find. But <laughs> <laughs> they find stuff. They're like, oh, do you use this? When's the last time you used this? Oh, probably like six months ago. Let's put it in there. We'll probably throw this away pile. <laughs> this makes me want to like buy up a neighborhood and just slowly move the people I want to be in there. This is totally gentrification. Never mind. <laughs> I would say, like, in an effort for sustainability, let's get a group of like-minded people into one area. <laughs> but nope, and just is- like that, you've become the man. <laughs> you class traitor. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> you know, I really want to do this. Oh, wait, I'm the baddie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, no, that's not good. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy up this neighborhood, make everyone move out, and inject my people. <laughs> it's like I had a I had a coworker once tell me that their their grandmother or something said they they can't marry somebody who doesn't have the same color eyes because they guess have unique colored eyes. I was like, I don't trust old people when they say that because a certain person had that same kind of mindset, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> That's not even how this shit works. <laughs> grandparents you know unknowingly suggesting eugenics 
I, this was like grade school fucking uh, genealogy, dude. You can pass shit that you don't dis- like display, you know? Recess- recessive genes exist. <laughs> oh, God. That's just so fucking funny. <laughs> That's gentrification. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Man, it's yeah. See, it's the worst part is like certain things sound like a good idea. It's like when people are like, people who are like bootlickers who are like, man, you know, the workers should own the businesses. And you're like, welcome to socialism. (laughs) It's like, I want to create a whole space with people that I want there. (laughs) Nope, can't do that. Dude, the funniest part is they get so close. They're like, oh man, if it weren't for these politicians ruling everything, then we could actually get some shit done. If like, I don't know, the worker sees the means of production. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're almost there. Come on, just take the final step. (laughs) Alrighty, I guess we can end the episode there. Yeah, on the gentrification note. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that it sounded good in my head, so I was like, that's actually, people have been doing that for years. Hey, man, at least you realized your momentary lapse in judgment. I don't I don't see mine until like a week later. I'm like, oh, shit, that was really fucked up, huh? <laughs> it, it reminds me that I think we discussed it before because we talked about it off the pod. I think we talked about on the pod how it's like, you know, this idea that we have that like like mixed races tend to have like less medical issues mm-hmm. and i'm like oh no like no we can't talk about this this is literally going into eugenics territory <laughs> if we crossbreed hold on wait a second no nope, nope, stop <laughs> where you're at <laughs> i catch myself doing that shit all the time see see that kind of thinking is how you get kanye saying he likes hitler and the nazis no nah, kanye's just fucking crazy dude <laughs> ain't no saving him so like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is episode 99. We're about to hit, finally hit 100. Took a while. Took I mean, if we didn't have while. all the like, you know, things happen in the past couple of years, we'd probably be at like episode 300 or something like that. Yeah, but you know, I'm unreliable. <laughs> Just constantly on the grind. Not by your choice, but. And 2023 is approaching. Man, this year's just starting to fly by. It was kind of wild. Because it'll be almost... We're, we're approaching the three-year mark of COVID. That's wild to think about. I mean, yeah. wonder what's next. I don't what know. what the next big uh, I don't public know, but safety thing is. We just had midterms, dude. You know, elections around the corner. <laughs> That's going to be... Though somebody proposed a very interesting theory that if happens, he's like... It's not going to be good. And so basically he was saying he's like, so unless Trump actually does get in trouble for those documents, mm-hmm. he thinks if he does run, there will be enough people that try to vote for him that will split the vote between independent and Republican and then Democrats will automatically win. But that's actually really bad because it sh- will show how broken the system is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be really interesting. We will see. So, if you're a long-time listener, you know where to find us. If you're not a long-time listener, you can follow our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, that I never update because my life is even busier than it was before. But I'm changing that in 2023. We're going hard on the promotion for the pod next year. But is PNTS Pod and all those? 
Uh, if you'd like to follow what I'm doing on my own, I produce and release music under the alias Boutique Paul. All my socials are at BTQ Paul. And then I have another show called The K-Cut, which is a film podcast, which we have surpassed 100 episodes. We haven't taken a, like a single break. Did you have a party? Did you have your 100 episode party? Yeah, we did. Um, So um, AFI did this list called the 10 Top 10. Mm-hmm. So we decided to do like a 10. We each picked 10 films, one for each category. So we discussed 30 films in the episode. Nice. Yeah, it was wild. And then Oscar season's coming up, which means I got to watch like 50-something movies in like three weeks again. But enough about that. Stay tuned for next week, which will be our 100th episode. I don't know what we're going to do. We should do it live in person. I can bring out the Kit Kats again. Oh, God, no. <laughs> They're still in my freezer. No. No. <laughs> 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 I'm not eating those disgusting ass Kit Kats. This is not happening. Oh, uh, I don't think I'll ever get rid of them now. Just keep them frozen forever. <laughs> like ten years from now, when there's like a pretty big fan base, it's like, oh, we have Auction we have hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, if we uh, since we hit that goal, Greg will actually eat these. <laughs> <laughs> like what was that Markiplier did? He's like, I hit four million subs, and I'll have an OnlyFans or some shit like that. Something like that. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. And remember, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling, stay hydrated. Peace.